49ers Cutback Podcast time, and you know what? J.J. Watt has been released by the Texans. Alex has been hoping for Watt to come to the 49ers. Is it a possibility, horse? People didn't think it's going to come, and he's probably not the only edge rusher that's going to get cut here pretty soon. It's true. But it's can true. the 49ers sign J.J. Watt, of course? I don't think we need to talk too much about like whether... You know how good a player he is. I think we all know the multiple All Pros, Pro Bowls, Defensive Player of the Year awards, all that good stuff. Um, he's still playing at a very high level for his age. I think it's all willing to. It's all going to come down to what JJ Watt wants out of this next contract. Does he want to play for a Super Bowl contender, or is he trying to max out his money? If he's trying to max out his money, Niners are an unlikely situation. If he's trying to win a Super Bowl. There's a chance because one, the familiarity with D'Amico Ryan's, Bingo. and two, he's willing to take, you know, two years at twelve to fourteen million dollars. I'd be all over it. He's made a lot of money in his career, and from the type of guy he is, I am assuming that he wants to win and win big, and he hasn't got that opportunity yet. So I do think there is a slight chance the 49ers can get their hands on him, but I'm not going to get my hopes up yet. I, I agree with you. I think there's a much better chance than I think a lot of people realize. ESPN, uh, Jeremy Fowler came out and gave a nice big fat list of about five teams with about two or, two or three dark horses. Uh, and most of the teams on that list, way over the cap, everybody. Like, significantly over the cap. Uh, and it makes you wonder why he's being linked to teams that are $25, $30 million in cap hell and have absolutely no chance of signing this man without having to completely devastate their roster in order to accomplish it. Uh, the Niners aren't in cap hell. Yes, they're tight against the cap, but you could do something short-term this year um, with him, sort of like, not like a prove-it deal, but a very incentive-laden contract for year one with a much bigger guaranteed roster bonus and other things, a roster, sa- roster bonus and salary for the next season that give him a lot more money um, in year two. Horse said the, the two years about 10, 12 million, that'd be cool. I'd be fine with two years, 15 million, if he's willing to take 5 million this year and 10 million next year uh, in guaranteed money. Uh, that, that would be a nice little thing. Gives him two years here in San Francisco to build to build and grow with the team. Um, in, in case you don't get it done this year, you always have the, that next year, that last year of his contract where you can kind of get it done. And then he can, you know, if he's still feeling like playing and is still up to par, he can go play somewhere else and, and get a little bit uh, a little bit extra money the next year with a team that's maybe a little bit closer, uh, has a little bit younger roster that's almost there and is kind of building up the next couple of years. I do think it's entirely possible for J.J. Watt to end up in San Francisco. Um, I think the price can be right. I think it can get done. And in all honesty, of the teams that have been named, other than the New England Patriots, I feel that the San Francisco 49ers are probably the team with the best chance to get this guy. I think there's a couple of teams that have, you know, a chance. Horses brought up before about the Pittsburgh Steelers. You have the Watt connection. Of course, Ben Roethlisberger would have to restructure his contract. I totally believe he will. He said he would. They'll restructure the contract. They could definitely push with Bud Dupree becoming a free agent. They could possibly replace him with, you know, J.J. Watt. I think that is a possibility. But playing in the, the AFC North is a tough Thing. So getting to a Super Bowl is not guaranteed there, but I could see him wanting to play with his brothers. The other place, of course, is Tampa Bay. Uh, you're going to have Shaq Barrett. He's going to be gone. So they're going to be, he's looking to cash out. J.J. Watt could go there, play with Tom Brady, 
try to win his championship. I think a lot of people are going to want to go there. So those two are very logical. But I think the 49ers are logical too because J.J. Watt, like Horst brought up with D'Amico Ryans, number one, there's familiarity there. Number two, you have the opportunity to play with Nick Bosa and Javon Kinlaw. And those are guys that can help make J.J. Watt better. He wants to play with those guys. Eric Armstead, they could all make him better. The question is, how much does J.J. Watt fit into this defensive scheme? Because he plays a 3-4 you know, defensive end. It doesn't really translate to an outside edge rusher in the 4-3. But could he do it? Yes, he's very talented and he could play it. But would he play more inside? The D Ford money, if they if D Ford retired or got cut, would be roughly six million dollars. You could use that to help sign JJ Watt to give the edge presence. He's a little bit different though than D Ford because D Ford is so much of that speed rush which we're missing. But he's still somebody that teams have to take seriously. But I think. I don't know. I think the 49ers should make an inch, you know, make a call. There's 12 teams reportedly interested in him. No report, teams. No report yet if the 49ers are interested in him. But the 49ers news that gets out is usually not very accurate because they put smoke screens out and not a lot of true news gets out. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're at least taking a look and making a phone call. And they got the ultimate guy to do it is D'Amico Ryan. He can reach out and talk to this guy and just see where his head's at. They will know exactly what money it's going to take. He's a big improvement over Kerry Hyder. I don't care what anyone says. I've seen people arguing on Twitter that Kerry Hyder is, is a better option right now because of the numbers last year. I'm sorry. You put J.J. Watt with Nick Bosa, Javon Kinlaw, and Eric Armstead. They're going to cause some problems. Yeah. And the big question is still going to be D. Ford off the edge. Yeah, maybe it's time to turn down for Watt. <laughs> Force and two. What do you think? Because you could, like he was, Alex was bringing up about the incentive-laden contract. Those incentives roll over into next season, so you could pay him a low base salary, and then you know his production would dictate how much he gets paid next year. That could be a real possibility that a lot of people aren't thinking about. I know Matt Miyoko is not a huge fan of this. He says the Niners don't have the money, but you always have the money if you want. Should the 49ers go all in and make sure they sure up that defensive line? I. I there's nothing telling me they shouldn't do this if they have the opportunity that he's a great player from all indications a better person than he is player which is saying something yep. and he's still I know he only had like five or six sacks last year I watched him play he's still at the top of his near the top of his game um, he's a fantastic player and he is a problem to block and you got to remember, if he's in San Francisco with Bosa, Armstead, Kinlaw, and those guys, he's not getting double teamed. He's not the every play. He's not the focal point of the other team's um, offense every week, where in Houston he was. So I think it's going to be a huge deal. I think if they could pull this off, this would be season-changing for them because we just saw what the Bucks did to Patrick Mahomes with a great pass rush. We saw what the 49ers were able to do in 2019 with a great pass rush until the fourth quarter. And I, th I just meant for the whole season. Well, I just, I just meant because they didn't, you know, call anything in the fourth quarter. That's but JJ Watt is a game-changing player defensively, and I think he, one other thing people aren't bringing up is we are losing, probably losing Richard Sherman. Which his play on the field, I don't know how, but his leadership is going to be missed a little bit. Yep. And J.J. Watt's the kind of guy you bring in there. You have him around Bosa, you have him around Kinlaw, and he's a guy you want around those young players. And, and I, yeah, I would absolutely love to have 
J.J. Watt developing and molding Javon Kinlaw in the offseason with the workout routines. Because you've heard, I mean, if you've heard any of the stories of J.J. Watt's offseason routine, it is insane. The man only takes like two weeks off, and the rest of the time he is full bore, full go on everything, twice, two times, three times a day, working out, training, getting ready for the next season. Uh, that kind of work ethic and those types of things, that's why he's been as dominant as he's been. That's why he's a three-time defensive player of the year. Um, and even last year, to your point, Horace, as you said, uh, you had brought up the fact that only had five sacks. He was still top five in the league in pressures and hits on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he is the focal point of every team's offense, on the, uh, focusing on that Texans defense. He was really the only guy that could create any sort of pass rush on his own. Um, so he was dealing with double teams and still top five in the league in, in pressures on QBs. Uh, good luck double teaming him in San Francisco when you got Bosa, Kinlaw, and Eric Armstead rushing the passer. You can put Eric Armstead on the insides on third downs with Watt on the edge or flip, flip-flop them inter- interchangeable there. Yeah. Makes it very, very hard to get things done. Imagine a J.J. Watt, Nick Bosa pairing on the same side of the field. Oh. That's nasty. And yeah. he's two years removed from 18 sacks. Yeah. It's not like this guy is just completely done and fallen off. He had the 2019 season where he had the injury, so his numbers you know, weren't huge. And last year, anybody that was playing in Houston was struggling besides Deshaun Watson because he's sure. great. But I think that the 49ers have to take a hard look at this. I think they will because they like building from the front lines. And they'll they'll do their due diligence. And hopefully they can make a move. I'm not sure he's my number one guy that I would sign off the edge. There's somebody that's going to get cut that I like a little bit more. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm sure people will have an idea of who that is. But I would not, I would not hesitate if J.J. Watt said, right now I'm ready to come to San Francisco. I would make the move. I would, you know, I know people are worried about Trent Williams. Yes, you have to sign Trent Williams. But you can make things work. You can make money work. There are ways around it. You can pay Trent Williams, his, you know, over time. So, yeah, I think the 49ers should really investigate this. Agreed. Absolutely, they should. And you need to investigate whether or not you've hit that subscribe button right now down below. Because if it's not, if it's not grayed out, that means you haven't hit it. So hit that subscribe button right now. Hit that notification bell right next to it. That way you get notified every time we have one of these special reports and one of these news, breaking news episodes. You don't want to miss any of this great content. You want to be here. Comment down below. Let us know what you think about J.J. Watt. Do we need to bring him in? At what price? We want to have a conversation. Let us know down below. Yep. Is it a pipe dream or can it be real, Horst? Um, I'd say at the moment it's it's a little more realistic than a pipe dream, but I'm not um, I'm not going to get excited about it until we start hearing. Just remember for everyone that always says that it's pipe dreams, just remember it was a pipe dream for Deion Sanders to play for the 49ers. It, it was a pipe dream for a lot of the guys that end up coming here, Ken Norton Jr. to be a 49er, and yet it still happened. Pipe dreams do come true. Absolutely. Glorious. Until next time, 49ers fans, you stay safe. And remember the right way is always the 49ers way.